Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation, as it always is. And if you've got time, go and give us a rate and review on your podcast app. Uh, leave a comment, it helps us grow. Uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. If you're returning, well, welcome back. It's great to see so many. Uh, you know, familiar faces. Um, oh, I imagine them anyway. Um, but that's another story. The uh, the Pelicans defeat the Philadelphia 76ers 127-116. to 116. What a win. CJ McCollum, career night. Uh, well, I suppose record-breaking night rather than career night. Uh, he hit 11 three-pointers, uh, which is... The franchise record for the Pelicans, uh, breaking it from Pager, which is just, um, you know, a testament to the night that CJ McCollum had. Zion Williamson chipped in with a casual 36, and, uh, you know, the rest was history. We went at a team that has been highly touted in the East. They're a solid team, got some star power in Embiid and James Harden, and we took it to them. And... I mean, fortunate for me, I got to sit in the Smoothie King Centre once again, three and zero there. But we'll keep that on the DL until we uh, until we get out of here and see what the win, uh, the final record's like. Uh, hopefully, five and zero. But um, it was going to be a test. You know, we, we we'd won some good games against good teams, uh, but this was going to be a proper test against uh, a formidable opponent. You know, a, a contender, I suppose, for want of a better term, in the East. And what we saw was something amazing. The Smoothie King Center was electric. Uh, it honestly just completely um, eclipses my expectations every single time that we step in there. The the crowd is amazing. The uh, the atmosphere is just on fire, and um, it was a great night. And again. Another game that probably we started a bit too slow and worked our way into it and adjusted and, and made those little tweaks in game. And we, we pulled out another victory, and that's five in a row, as I said, and has us firmly sitting on top of the West, which, I mean, did we think this was going to happen at the start of last year? I don't know. Probably not. We all thought, well, we'll probably blow it up and we'll try again. The experiment failed and Zion wants out and all that. You know, this time last year, we weren't uh, we weren't celebrating at all. We'd barely won five games. Now, top of the West, as I said, the 
the best start in franchise history again, tying the uh, 2008, I think, and 2018 teams. And, uh, I mean, we're streaking. The The team looks fantastic. We had the seven-game win streak. We had a four-game losing streak, which is not what you want. But then you respond with another five-game winning streak. And now you go and take Memphis on tonight. So, uh, I'm optimistic that we can continue to keep this going, really um, stamp our claim in the, uh, in the West, and... Make some real noise. You know, 23 and 12 we are after, what, 35 games. You're pretty happy with that. Home has become an absolute fortress, 16 and 4. Away, 7 and 8, so not so great. But, you know, conference, 15 and 8. Division, 6 and 1. What more can you ask from a team that the expectation was, you know, maybe a 6 seed or something like that? We're completely exceeding expectations. I don't think anyone foresaw how dominant Zion is, how um, the complementary pieces would, uh, I suppose, work around him. You know, we, we, we knew that the team was built around Zion Williamson. What I didn't realise is that he was the final infinity stone um, that they needed to acquire to, to get everything to work. I mean, we were great last year. We fell in love with the team last year, but then we see this team this year. And this is Sands, Brandon Ingram. We haven't even seen Brandon for more than a month. And fingers crossed he, he's not far off. He was doing run-throughs. He was, uh, he was getting up and down. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's been practicing pretty hard. No full practices yet. But we, um, he talked about in his post-game, uh, in his press conference post-training, he, uh, he talked about just getting that confidence back in his toe, being able to feel like himself. And we saw there was a rumor on Twitter, uh, I don't know how credible it is, but that he was targeting Houston game to come back. Well, I mean, that would be a New Year's miracle, wouldn't it? We'd, we'd be pretty stoked to get Brandon. You then add him into this team. I mean, it's over for the league. It's over. I'm already, I'm calling it now. It's over. Um, you know, the only thing in our way is ourselves. That's what I'll say, is that the only, the only obstacle that we have from being one of the best teams in this league if not we if not the best and we know what comes with being the best team all that sort of stuff um in the playoffs and the like is ourselves we need to get it to gel we need to make sure we continue to win the games we're meant to win and we're meant to steal some ones that maybe we're not meant to and then change the narrative from being the hunter to becoming the hunted you want to be that team that when teams come to the Smoothie King Centre or they or we visit, that the fans, every opposing fan comes out and wants to see. They want to see the, uh, the Pelicans war machine. And you get the sellout crowds and other teams play up to play against us. You know, that's what happens with the Warriors. The Warriors have this, you know, spectre of... Um, you know, doom over the top of them every time they enter a different uh, a different arena and, and people come out to see them because Steph is crazy. Clay's great player. You know, these guys have been so dominant for so long that the ticket prices go up. People want to see these stars and they're a really well-run organisation. I suppose what we have the benefit of is that Willie Green's worked under that. He knows what a good organisation looks like. You know, he's been to the Suns. He, he also knows what an organisation looks like there. Um, so, you know, he can take bits that, uh, um, uh, that are beneficial and put that into his own uh, culture as well that he's building with these players. And, you know, that starts with Griffin and, and Swin and 
Trajan, they're all building from the top down as well. So it's an exciting time to be a Pelican, and it's okay to be excited. It is absolutely okay. You know, we're going to always have naysayers. Oh, we need to go and get this. We need to go and get that. Let's do a big trade and shake it up. And, you know, if that happens, that happens. If it doesn't, well, let's just ride it out and see what we've got because there's not a single team waiting for a three-level scorer uh, who averages 25 points a game, who's 25 years old, to return to then come into a team that's already top. You know, there's not a top team that's waiting for that. We're beating teams off the floor. You know, we're up against. We're up by 16 at one point against this team. Um, we're beating them off the floor, and we're not even. And we're not even full. You know, we didn't have Herb Jones. He's back from his COVID, uh, but wanted to ha- we'll have the night off. Um, unless extremely uh, exceptional circumstances, I think they described it as it was like emergency sur- uh, circumstances. So he sat on the bench. Does he come back next game? I assume so. I suppose he plays against Jar Morant and the Grizzlies. Maybe we're saving him for that. It is an exciting time to be a Pelican. Uh, Pelican fan, I suppose, and a Pelican. Um, I'm sure it's great this time of year. But just enjoy it. Enjoy. This is why we, we watch basketball. This is why we we consume this entertainment, this form of entertainment. Is for the highs and lows, for for the fandom, for the community, for the uh, ability to engage with your team, and you know, you get the back and forth, and you know, with other fans, and everyone's going to have different opinions. Of course, they are, but it is okay to enjoy this and have fun, and you know, party and dance, and and you know, get into other teams and say, look how good we are. You know, we're the top of the West. It might not look like that at the end of the year. I don't know. I can't foresee things like that. Fingers crossed it gets even better. But enjoy this these moments because, I mean, if you were in the Smoothie King Center live, if you are watching on TV, you could see, you could feel the, the, the passion from the fans. You could feel the electricity in the air. And, um, you know, the, I'm sure the team felt it because they continued to lift the, the standing ovation for CJ McCollum after he was checking out 42 points. I mean, incredible, incredible scenes. Uh, I honestly am stoked to be able to be in the arena and experiencing this run of um, run of wins because they've been his- well historical and just phenomenal, just great spectacles of sport. So anyway, I suppose better get to the game. I guess well, people listen, not just be a monologue about. Uh, how awesome the Pelicans are. I suppose that's why we do actually listen. But anyway, um, quarter by quarter, we started absolutely woefully. We turned the ball over. We looked discombobulated. And then we started getting the rhythm going. Embiid was shooting free throws like he was in an arcade. Uh, you know, he was playing that basketball shooting machine. He, he didn't do much else besides that. Of course, he still finished with like 700 points. Um, but we'll talk about his free throws later on. Uh, we end up closing the quarter 31-27, to and that was behind hot shooting from CJ. It was great defense, rebounding the living daylights out of it, and um, and executing, making the simple play, good to great. And there was some... I mean, we could have been up by more. There were plenty of open looks that we got that we just didn't make, and, you know, that's part and parcel of getting, you know, your eye in. But CJ looked like he was on one for the whole game. He really did. And an adjustment, another adjustment I think was really important was Zion 
playing opposite minutes to Embiid. Because what they noticed is, well, and they talked about this in the um, the Pelicans Live, David Wesley was talking about it, um, they realised that having Embiid back there as that secondary defender meant that he didn't have to try very hard on defence. He just stood in the paint. They're never going to call anything on him. He um, And he was impeding Zion's run to the rim. So all of a sudden, you take him out, play him opposite minutes to Embiid, there's no rim protector there, and the rest of the team was, was absolutely toast. Zion just torched him. So I, I really liked uh, those in-game adjustments. And again, that's um, the benefit of being able to play um, this team again in a couple of days is that there will be some little adjustments from both teams. We'll adapt, and, and you get a good look at one another. That's these um, this weird, I suppose, scheduling that we've been doing, is that you see these teams a couple of times in a row. I don't know if it's about travel or COVID or whatever, but it's a, I don't know, a bit interesting. But uh, you do get to knock these season series on the head pretty quickly. So, second quarter... 36 to 33, we build on that lead. Uh, again, hot shooting from CJ. Devontae Graham came in, played really, really good basketball. Uh, Dyson Daniels was excellent. Jackson Hayes uh, getting frustrated and not getting in, uh, I suppose, as many touches as he'd like when he was in the game. But again, was impacting. He defended really, really well. Got a good steal. Hit some free throws. You know, was, was doing the little things. Billy Hernan Gomez came in on Embiid after JV got into foul trouble. Had 13 points himself and held Embiid very well. You know, Embiid was shooting free throws. It's, at one point, I was screaming at the ref, why don't you shoot him for him so he doesn't get so tired? But, you know, well, actually, a sidebar on that, I guess, while I'm going through that, is Joel Embiid does not cop the amount of flack. I know he did early on in his career when he was injured all the time. Does not... Cl- cop as much flack as half the players in this league, particularly Zion Williamson for this conditioning stigma. But he literally plays half the the court. He doesn't rebound in free throws. He just walks down the other end and puts his hand on his knees and basically just breathes and, you know, relaxes. I don't see that from our team. I've never, I honestly have never seen a star do that, uh, particularly a center just refusing to go in and, and get rebounds. He goes and hides so that he can just play one end of the basketball court. I mean, that, I think, is... You, you call yourself an MVP, but I, I don't understand how... or well, MVP candidate, I guess. But I don't understand how you can be that if you're only playing half a basketball game. But anyway, uh, I digress. Close the sidebar. Back to what we were talking about. Uh, second quarter, second half, 32 to 31. And uh, we closed the game off 28 to 25. And honestly, there were some big runs in there. We got up by 16. They then fought back... And we responded, and I think that's another thing that has been really great with this team, is that instead of just letting the other team steamroll you, you respond. So instead of letting a big lead go and just letting it go, you fight it back, and then you end up winning by 11 points, which is more than comfortable margin. And, you know, that was played right pretty much siren to siren. It wasn't any foul game or anything like that, and... That's exactly what you want to see. You want to see a team that is going to respond and stand up when you're challenged. And that's what we're seeing from these Pelicans. So, we will... Uh, I think we'll go to a break here. We'll then do the game-by-game uh, the game or the team-by-team team stats, the box score, and then we shall skedaddle. So, stick around and I'll be back after this. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, listeners, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here, as I was before the break. Uh, I remain in the same spot. A brief pause where an ad is inserted. Anyway, I won't peel back the curtain too far. Um, the team-by-team team comparison. After that great win, 11-point win, 127-116 to 116 against the Philadelphia 76ers. The Pelicans shoot 53% from the field. Uh, we hit 15 three-pointers, 11 from CJ McCollum, which was incredible. Man was on one. Uh, total rebounds, 36-29. to 29. Fast break points, 30-8. to 8. When you turn the ball over, we had 14 steals, by the way. Uh, when you turn 14 steals into 30 fast break points, it makes it oh so easy to win games of basketball. Easy offense. And we've seen it so many times when teams do that to us. Instead, we exploited it. We made them run, and we hit them at every time. Uh, every time they dropped their heads, we just went at them again. And uh, that's what you love to see. Punish them. Uh, blocks, they had 7-3. to three. Offensive rebounds, we had 7. They had 3. Defensive rebounds, 29-26. to 26. Points off turnovers, 30-19. to 19. Again, you're making them make mistakes, and then you're exploiting them, and that's what you've got to do. If, if you turn the ball over, get that easy bucket, because then you can have a rest at the other end, like Embiid does, except they don't do that. But anyway, um, I digress. We go to the, I suppose, turnovers is a good little metric, uh, we had 12 and they had 18, so there you go. You know, we had 14 steals um, and, and turned 18 turnovers overall, and we turned that into 30 points. So, all in all, great, great defense, uh, exactly what you want to see. Um, we head over to the box score. Tobias Harris had 14. I don't know why they don't play through him more because he was looking pretty good. Uh, Embiid had 37, eight rebounds, five assists, one steal, and a block. And he shot 7 million free throws. No, um, you know, it felt like it was 14 of 22. And had 8 of 10 free throws. And, you know, there's actually a point where he gets... Um, every time he, he goes near the ball, he looks for a foul. He just looks to the ref and says, that has to be a foul. And there was times where he wasn't touched. There was also times where he was touched. But, uh, you know, it's more often than not that they anticipate contact. And I hate when referees gamble. You know, if you don't see it, then play on. Play on, player. That's what we want to see. Um, Melton had 11. James Harden had 20 and 10. And I actually put my foot in it because he was on zero. Um, and then I said, look, he's done nothing. And then he decided that he was going to get a heap of free throws as well. Uh, had himself uh, six of them and uh, and got himself going. Uh, who else did we see? Maxi came back from the broken foot, had nine points. He was a bit off. George's Niang was barbecue chicken against Zion. I don't know why they kept switching onto him, but he got torched. Eight points. Milton had six, and Harrell had four, and Reed had two, and Corkmaz did nothing. Um, for us, it was the dynamic duo overall, but we'll get to them. Trey Murphy had eight points, hit a couple of big threes. There was one right at the start of the third quarter, which was excellent. Uh, lifted the roof off, got the momentum going right in the right direction to start the, qu- the half. 
Um, JV had 10 and 9, got himself in foul trouble, but did well otherwise. You know, he was battling against Embiid, and that's a big man. So it was good to see that he, um, he held his own um, against that, despite having to play through ridiculous fouls. But anyway, Najee Marshall had 5 and 5 and 3 assists and 3 steals and, you know, did a bit of everything. And Najee's a great change of pace player. You know, he's been really, really solid. And I can't, uh, I can't fault his efforts. You know, in this one, he was, he was doing a bit of everything. Uh, you know, playing that knife role, which is what you like to see. Um, in 30 minutes, Zion Williamson had 36 points, 5 rebounds, 2 assists. And he also had a bucket load of free throws. Which, again, so he should. Because he's excellent. And the amount of free throws that he shoots is a third of what he should actually be getting. But he uh, he dominated, and, uh, you know, I think he's had 30-odd free throws in the last two games, which is what you love to see. He was 13 of 19, 10 of 16. You know, all right, he missed a few free throws, but, uh, you know, he's getting there that many times that you sort of negates that. I mean, it would be great to have that extra buffer of six free throws, and I'm sure he's working on that. But, uh, you know, a quiet, a quiet, I put in quotation marks, 36 points, he was completely and utterly dominant, and uh, you, you couldn't... They have no answer. No one in the league has an answer. I don't know what you do, um, particularly now they're calling fouls. CJ McCollum, the man of the hour, he had himself uh, 13 of 20 shooting, 11 of 16, 5 of 6 free throws, 42 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Man, I've seen guys get hot before, but not nothing like this. I've never been in the in the uh, arena to see someone just completely and utterly have it going. There was not a single thing that they could throw at him to make him stop. He was decimating from outside, and we had Philly fans sitting behind us, and they were in awe. They were like, we need to do something about that number three. And I was like, good luck. Um, you know, but they were actually quite lovely, and uh, they dealt with us standing up and dancing and all that sort of stuff, and they just sort of cracked on, which is what you love to see. Um, so we appreciate the visiting fans having a, a great morning or evening as well as they got their team smashed by us. Uh, Jackson Hayes, three points, one rebound, one assist, one steal. It was all right. Didn't hit a field goal. Didn't take one, actually. But uh, had three free throws. He got fouled on a three-point attempt, and Bede decided to rugby tackle him. And uh, he went to the free throw line and converted. Dyson Daniels, no points, but three rebounds, two assists, two steals, and a block. He was solid. He, uh, he was sticking his hand in there and, and uh, you know, affecting um, passing lanes. He was defending the living daylights out of it, as we know that he does, and, uh, and played some really good basketball. So I was stoked with Dyson. Billy Hernan Gomez, uh, one second short of 17 minutes. Uh, he had 13 points and four rebounds. He was solid against Embiid. I can't fault what he did. Uh, he, he really did battle down there. And when you're playing against a... One of the best players in the league, you know, you just do what you can, and, and that's what he did. Uh, Jose had seven points, two rebounds, three assists, and four steals. He got a GTA, which was awesome. Um, he, he he snuck up behind him and tapped it out, and that is something else. You, you, honestly, I was sitting in line with the bench, and I didn't even see him. He was directly in front of us, and I had no idea where he was. Um, and then he just came out of nowhere and, and got hold of it, and you can imagine... You're trying to run an offense, and then this guy sneaks up behind you and says, sorry, sir, but you drop your wallet, and then you look down, and actually he's taking the ball out of your hands. Um, Devontae Graham, seven points, two rebounds, three assists. Sorry, three points, one uh, rebound, two assists. He's solid again. You know, he passed up some shots. 
uh, made sure he hit uh, CJ in a really um, important uh, rhythm and kept him going. Sometimes people force shots, but Devontae Graham doesn't seem to do that, which I appreciate, you know, at expense of his own scoring. But uh, I thought he was solid. He defended well, and he did everything that we asked him to do. So, all in all, fantastic win. First night of a back-to-back, we go and take Memphis on. The guys uh, got the opportunity to go down the court after the game, chat with Antonio Daniels and Aaron Summers, and um, you know meet a, a wonderful array of people throughout the night, and I appreciate that. But uh, they were basically on the plane straight away, so uh, they couldn't chat for too long. They were out there, out the door, and um, we, uh, we wish them all the best. Uh, tonight because it's going to be a tough New Year's game against uh, the Memphis Grizzlies in the grind house. Is that what they call it still? I don't know. Uh, FedEx Forum. And um, we need to make sure we execute it. Division rival, a team that, you know, is top three in the West. Um, they're looking at us saying we should be them. And, you know, we're looking at them saying who cares? We're just going to beat you. And um, we'll see what happens. We'll see how it plays out. I think it's going to be a really good game. But uh, I think I'll leave it at that. This uh, Firstly, Happy New Year. Enjoy tonight. Uh, obviously, have a few um, responsible beers or your choice of beverage. Or if you don't drink, well, just have a great night. Enjoy it. Ring in 2023. It's been a great year, 2022, particularly for us. Um, having a great time. We'll be out and about, so you might see us, you know, wandering around, trying not to uh, drink too many grenades or hurricanes or anything like that but I can't promise anything anyway it um I think that's it we're gonna go see the sugar bowl in a couple you know probably an hour or so and uh I'll leave it at that so this has been the sports ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast uh all the way from New Orleans uh beautiful day today stay safe I'm Lyle Swithenbank at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter at ethos pelicans Stay safe, happy new year, and of course, bye now. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.